your welfare suffers without a strong man. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn, FamilyFamily.com's transformational man cave, where we mentor males to crush maliteracy, which we describe as the illiteracy of masculinity, and to aspire to domestic greatness or excellence. And we do this through podcasts, poetry, online courses, and books. We're grateful for your attention today. We are continuing our our campaign, our Manliness Support Campaign. And today we are talking about the importance of a strong man. Who is a strong man? And it's very important to listen to this because, yes, we know there's been so much history of deadbeat dads and dads have been caricatured and seen to be stupid and comical and always not taken not to be taken seriously in a lot of mainstream media and we do believe that as a christian organization we believe that's a deliberate strategy to emasculate men to make men look stupid and clumsy many of us do do live up to that billing though to that to that caricature however biblically we are taught that christ says that we are strong men and to defeat an enemy, you must first bind the strong man. The strong man, and that's in Matthew 12, verse 29 in the Bible. Jesus teaches this as a very important doctrine. To defeat an enemy, you must bind their champion. And we recall in First Samuel 17 that the Hebrew king Saul was bound by fear to leave his people defenseless and expose against the Philistine giant Goliath. So we are discussing this topic. This is what we call today uh, Turn to Burn Spiritual Hack. And why is this important for us to listen? Without a strong man present in our home, the Fatherhood Initiative has statistics that they get from the Census Bureau that shows that without a father, without a strong man in the home, that there is a four times greater likelihood of poverty, seven times greater likelihood of teen parenting. So your teen, your child, without a strong man present, has a seven times greater likelihood of becoming a teen parent. Twice, two times greater probability of being obese and a two times greater probability of infant mortality meaning that your child dies as an infant twice as much when a father is not present and they're more likely to go to prison and there are so much statistics on the fatherhood initiative you can also go to fatherhoodfactor.com and these are statistics that are pulled from the census database i believe so we are saying that in the same way the hebrews were left defenseless to this philistine goliath Um, the Philistine giant Goliath in 1 Samuel 17, our families are left defenseless against poverty, against teenage parenting, against obesity and infant mortality, against prison. And we know that this is much more intense for people from what are called minorities, black, um, Native American, etc. Hopefully that's not a derogatory term for anyone. So, when Saul, King Saul, when you go back to 1 Samuel 17, 
Remember, again, we're establishing the importance of males being strong men, champions, giants in our own homes because we are in a, an, an, a war. There is an enemy out there. Poverty is an enemy. Teenage parenting is an enemy. Obesity is an enemy. Infant mortality is an enemy. Prison is an enemy. Drug abuse is an enemy, etc. That requires us as men to be champions for our family, to be brave warriors for our family, if our family is to defeat these particular giants. And we look at 1 Samuel 17, and we understand that King Saul was the king of the Hebrews in 1 Samuel 17. He failed at his job of being a strong man for the Jews. The king was anointed. When you talk about a Messiah, a, a, an anointed one, this is a strong man. This is someone who's empowered with power to defend a people. And when we see that Saul failed at the job in 1 Samuel 17, Yah, which is the deity that the Hebrews, that owns the Hebrews, God owned the Hebrews as his people. He is the one that created the heavens and the earth according to our understanding of the Hebrew Tanakh, the Old Testament Bible. And when he saw that the man Saul, who he appointed to defend his people, the Hebrews, failed at his job, he immediately made another strong man or Messiah, a Christ, if you want to call it that, available to defend his people, and that was in the form of David. Yah wants his people with a strong man. The crisis outcomes that we earlier spoke about, four times greater risk of poverty without a strong man in your home, seven times teen, greater risk of teen, parent, teen parenting without a strong man, twice greater probability of obesity, infant mortality without a strong man in the home. These are crises outcomes that reveal that the devil, the devil here biblically speaks to the one who opposes humanity, the one who deceives, he comes to steal, kill and destroy. According to John 10 verse 10, everybody always blames bad outcomes on God. And we understand that the bad outcomes that we see are really showing the, the outcome that the devil wants to see. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He comes to bind the strong man in our homes. He is the one that wants your, our homes to be poor, physically, spiritually, emotionally poor, unable to meet our basic needs. That's what we understand poverty means. He is the one that wants your children to be teen parents and to continue the conveyor belt to hell through our genitals. He is the one that wants us to be unhealthy, obese, and our children to die in their youth. He is the one that wants our children and our families to go to prison. So when we understand we're talking about the devil, he has bound strong men in many American homes, in many American houses. We are seeing a difference between a house and a home. Your house becomes a home when a strong man is resident. Yes, we're going to define who a strong man is in a minute if you keep sticking around. Framing Young Minds is here. If you are missing an easy to read and yet deep resource to refocus your parenting on what really matters, then go to Amazon.com. Purchase at least two copies of our book, Framing Young Minds, right now and leave us a review. 
Framing Young Minds condenses a lot of what we have mentored over the past 20 years concerning parenting strong children. The author or founder, Tanya Price, focuses on eight foundational frames for Christly parenting which parents who want children to live fulfilled lives must practice. So join us right now by going to Amazon.com, purchasing at least two copies of Framing Young Minds and leaving a review. Your children at any age will thank you. Welcome back to this Turn to Burn episode on who is a strong man. We established earlier that <clears throat> there are crisis outcomes in our homes and we know our nation is a nation is just the integral of homes and that shows us that the problems at the national level are just extrapolating problems from the homes. Crises that we understand are including greater poverty rates, greater teen parenting rates, greater levels of obesity and poor health in our homes, greater levels of incarceration are traced back to lack of a strong man in the home. We're not just saying lack of a man because many times there's a man in the sometimes there's a man in the home. We know that there are about 20 million children in America that don't have a father biologically present. Now, if you add to that children that don't have a father functionally present, a man might be there, but he's not a strong man. You can see that we have a much bigger issue than just the 20 million um, children that don't have a father physically present in the home. We may have a much greater problem, a pandemic of of lack of strong men, and that shows itself in the various outcomes that we earlier spoke about. Now, we said that a house is a house without a strong man. There is not a home. It becomes a home when a strong man is resident there. Now, who is a strong man? When Jesus spoke about the strong man in Matthew 12, verse 29, the Greek culture would have understood of that time, they would have understood the term strong man as a male who is forceful, mighty, powerful, valiant, and brave. Again, we're not discounting the importance of women. We're saying that families were not designed to be female-headed as far as we understood the Bible, as far as we understand the biblical, the, the biblical revelation of a family. They were, it was defined to be uh, a family that was run by a woman and a man, by a man, sorry, that is under the power and anointing of Yahweh. And he has a great helpmeet, a wife, who is able to help him to accomplish the goals and the mission that God has given to him. So the messianic strongman is, according to the Greek, the Greek culture, a male who is forceful, mighty, powerful, valiant, and brave. Without that man in the home, in the house, it's really just a house. When the strongman is present, it becomes a home, a place that can be like the Garden of Eden. The messianic, and here when we talk about messianic, we are talking about divinely anointed and empowered as per Genesis 1.28. That man, the man who can defend his home against the Goliaths of poverty, of teenage parenting, of obesity, the Goliaths of prison, etc. That man is one who projects love and life on his home. 
He leads his home, he leads his community and all other areas of life, his business, etc. According to who he says, the Holy Spirit in Christian faith, God's voltage, his inspiration, his purpose, his meaning, his power. As we say, just like you have a home and you have electricity running in the home, you're able to plug into a socket and you can charge your phone, you can run your computer, you can uh, play your TV, etc. Um, that home is a much different home than a home that has no power and you have to do things manually. So without the breath of life, which is the Holy Spirit, you don't have a messianic man or messianic home. And we say fathers represent the part of the Godhead and the Godhead here is according to us in Christian faith, the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Some people say the Trinity, but the Godhead speaks to the community of divine beings that are in charge. They manage all matter, energy, space and time. They create and manage all matter, energy, space and time. So the fathers represent the part of the Godhead that is designed to extend and project themselves to assertively introduce new life. Based on the Holy Spirit being the most powerful force, as detailed in Genesis 1 verse 2 to 3, the male that is powered by the Holy Spirit, by Yahweh, is a strong man. A strong man is a man who is operating in, in Christ's image, meaning that this man lives showing Christ's conscience, responsibility, intellect, purpose or mission, Christ's morals, ideation or his ability to, to, to be creative, to come up with ideas, and Christ's creativity. I want to encourage you to see a booklet called Exploring Our Christian Faith by W.T. Perkison. That's, I believe, available. I think there are free PDFs available online. But we encourage you to build your library with this if you, are, if you want to be a strong man. It's called Exploring Our Christian Faith by W.T. Perkison. He talks about this issue a little bit of the image of God. So when a strong man listens, manages money, parents, romances his wife and disciples his family, he as a messianic man introduces, sorry, Yahweh introduces and preserves life. And you can look at John 6, 63. Life is introduced through the messianic man, submission to Yahweh in his home. The Hebrew for masculine is Zekar or Zakar. And that means proper, remembered, most noteworthy. So in Hebrew culture, masculinity refers to properties of correctness, truth, dependability, memorability, and being above average. We're defining a strong man for us to understand the kind of man that is required to fight poverty, to fight teen, teenage parenting, to, to fight obesity, to fight um, infant mortality in our families. These are all things that any great parent would want for your home. In this, so we're here, we're here making the point that the Hebrew man is understood as a male and he fences and occupies. The strong man's functions includes, includes projecting themselves to introduce and secure life in a correct, excellent, and memorable manner, starting in the home, but extending in all other areas of their existence. Strong men have no arenas where we can be irresponsible, incorrect, and invisible. 
Now, females aren't, are not independently responsible for the political and public affairs of the community. So we're going to pause there for today. We might continue on this discussion of the strongman a little bit further on. We have the, uh, a very good booklet that we think we can, we're going to explore a little more. We might publish this later down. It's called the Man Up or the Strongman Support Toolkit. And this is what we're basing this discussion on. We go into various elements of the mindset of a strongman, which includes he's a succession and a senior planner. He's an environmental bully, a family leader, an endurer, of, an endurer for godliness, and a few other areas that we can go into in a little bit more detail. But the main thing for today that we encourage us as men to understand, why are we embarking on this campaign? Because we want our families. We don't want, does, is there any man who wishes poverty or teenage parenting or obesity or infant mortality or wishes his, to see his children in, in jail? I really don't think that's an outcome that many of us mean for our families. It ends up being that way because we might not be strong men and we might not be practicing the priestcraft that's required so that Jesus Christ can lead us to be strong men. We understand, however, that God wants all homes to have a strong man. Jesus wants to be a strong man for every family. When he tells us to pray in Matthew 6, Our Father who art in heaven, he's telling us that God, Yahweh, wants to father the entire world. He wants to be a strong man for every family. He will do this through a woman. And we know the stories of Deborah in the Old Testament show that where men are missing, God will use who is available. He will speak to us through a donkey. We're not equating women with donkeys. Please don't misinterpret me. But he will use what's available to project life in darkness. But his plan is that he created Adam and through Adam, he introduces life into humanity. And we understand that a strong man is necessary. We don't want to negate our role because we know that God will look for other ways to promote life. As Esther 4.14, uh, Esther is told by Mordecai that, hey, why do you think you're here? You're here for such a time as this. If you don't save the Jews, God's salvation will come from somewhere else. But the ideal role that we believe God wants is for man to be the one who is a champion for his home. We celebrate the women that have been standing up as what are called single mothers and doing a brave job. But that is too much. We have seen enough, enough evidence that single-headed, single single female households are not ideal. Yes, I, in my own life, I've, I have the story of my own wife who was grown and she did not have, um, she was grown in what could be called a female-headed household. And we understand that, and I, I think my mom-in-law has done a great job. She was supported by God, but at the end of the day, we understand that is not the ideal situation. God wants men to be strong men. God wants men who can stand up against the giants and the Goliaths that want to invade our homes and destroy our families. If that is you, we encourage you to stick around, continue on this journey. We, 
want to big up as we say from Jamaica all the males who have been with us for the past five years on this journey it's my own personal journey to be a strong man in my home and to grow and to be somebody who can fight the Goliaths that want to destroy my family and I'm grateful for all those who have been along with us on the journey. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn. Thank you for coming to the end of another Manliness Rally with us. If you need assistance in implementing and executing or following through on the proposals, on the suggestions, on the hints that we gave you today, we encourage you to visit us at famtfamily.com and to sign up for one of our Messianic programs. We also encourage you to join our Facebook family or at our Facebook handle, famtstrong. You can also email us at connect at famtfamily.com and can encourage you to have a great day today crushing effeminacy why rob God in this world of you and your family and until next time be nuclear